Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out and join us on social media or email us info at fusedmarriages.com. All right. What's going on? What's going on with you? Hey, quick question for you. What's up? I didn't even tell you I was going to ask this. But I'm going to put you on the spot. You mean not even be able to do it. What's your favorite love song? Um, you have to pick one. Just throw one out. What you got? What's 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 your favorite one? Ooh, You're not a lover? Song. Just pick one. Pick a sad song, happy song, love song. I like um, Lauren Hill's. Oh, wait, no. You got to think about it. Lauren Hill. Yeah, I do. Zion, which one, though? No. That's about um, her kid. I think it's, I don't, I think it's my idea. X Factor. I think that's a breakup song. Uh, I, I, I like the whole album. Miss Education is like one of the best albums yeah, ever. Yeah. So, and it's a whole love album. It's ups yeah. and downs of love. It is. So. It, it really is. I think, I think to me, like sometimes people say love songs is all about like the positive, but it could be about just heartbreak too, because yeah. you can't have love without having heartbreak. Mm-hmm. I like Zion though. Yeah, that's a good song. That's a good. Yeah, it's a good song, but like to. It's, oh, she no, she's definitely singing that. Like with, I mean, this I can you can feel it right mm-hmm. about what she's saying. Like, oh man, so that's her kid. I yeah. didn't know that until after you know so I read about it. I'm like, oh man, I said it's a powerful song. It's like a thirty year old kid now. Yeah, it's crazy. Something like that, I know. Maybe crazy. not thirty, maybe a little bit younger, but yeah. What's what's your favorite love song? I don't know if it's my favorite, but I like I like a lot of love songs. But like, um, you know, I probably think uh, like love takes time. More I carry, okay. And like to me, that's like I mean, it's a it's a like okay, love takes time. Like if y'all looked at it, like it's like it's a sad song because it basically saying you know it takes time to heal. Hmm. But in order to experience love, you got to experience like the heartaches of it too, because otherwise it's not love. Mm-hmm. If it's you always on top of the mountain, that's mm-hmm. not really that's not really love. Yeah, because it's, it's gonna be some down times, it's gonna be some up times about getting up and falling down. It's like it's it's a lot. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times people look at love as like positive only. Yeah. Positive only. So I, I, I'm going to have to think about that. What is what, what is it? Hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll have that answer for you later. I have to figure that one out. Okay. So jumping into the topic of the day. Yeah, I think this may fit into the topic of just about, you know, about love, being in love, staying there. We trying to, we all trying to figure it out, right? We just, we not, we not above trying to figure it out. We just try to you know, share our experiences, right. people we've talked to, things we have been through personally right. and really try to say, okay, you know what? I think as Love Jones say, you know what I mean? Don't tell me how to fall in love. Tell me how to stay there. Mm-hmm. That's what my boy Loren Tate said. You know what I mean? They said, hey, like, that's what we all trying to figure out. Right. And one of the topics we're talking about today is autopilot. 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 Just okay. a single word. Autopilot. And it's that, you know, a lot of relationships often get fall into that category. They're on autopilot. And typically it happens after several years, 5, 10, 15. And it's like we on this autopilot. And for the maybe like that, that five year, maybe eight year mark. Okay, it's, it's cool because we're trying to figure out what we know, how to stabilize us. Right. But then it gets to the point like, man, hold on. We've been stabilized like at a certain place. Where are we going next? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point because I think when you're first kind of starting out, what you want is like a rhythm. Like you mm-hmm. want to be playing the same song yep. and then you play that same little number so long that you no longer are really 
connecting. It's just get up and do. You know what yep. your partner's going to do every day. Like you stop discovering them. Maybe yep. That's the way I want to say it. So let's kind of jump into these topics. And hey, listen, if you are out there and you're like, oh, I totally relate. Comment, like, share, let us know, email. Yes, we want to know what your thoughts are and if this is your experience. So New Plains. New planes. So it's like, you know, uh, I think that's just kind of, you know, a, a headline is that like, you know, for the first five years, I think of any relationship, any marriage, it's like literally we're trying to learn each other. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to understand who you are, how, how you operate, You're trying to understand who I am, how I operate. We're trying to get a system down together. How are we going to, you know, deal with each other, deal with the kids, deal with the in-laws, deal with all, you know, the vacation stuff we're going to try to do, who we're going to see for what holiday. Like we're trying to figure all that out. Right. Most of us don't get that in year one, year two, year three, whatever. It takes mm-hmm. a little time for that to come together. Right. And the more complicated of your situation, if you got blended family, the longer that could take. Right. Right. And like, okay, so we get in this space of saying, okay, you know what? Take five years. Okay. And that's, a, and that's a lot of work. So we like, whew, I'm good. I know her. She knows me and we good. But ultimately, you know what? I'm changing. You changing. Yeah, I knew her from the five years ago, mm. from the one-year mark, two-year yeah. mark, three mark, and I spent energy to make sure I understand that. But now I get to this, you know, five, six, seven, eight-year mark, and I'm like maybe 10, 15, and like we kind of like a plateau. I stopped learning you. And I use the example of new planes because it's like, you know what, if I was back in the 1900s flying with the Wright brothers, and I was the one I what I learned on, I can never fly 747. The ch- planes have been changing. Things have been evolving. She's been involving. I've been evolving. You know, I mean, situation has kind of been, has changed to say, sample, you know what? I stopped learning right. and I got on autopilot mm-hmm. and saying, okay, you know what? I'm moving along. Come on, jump in my little two seater that I'm like using as a pedal to get down. You know what I mean? You're like, what? We got to do something. This, this ain't cool. Yeah. It was cool then, yeah. but like. What are we doing? But I see, and, and on that topic, I think it's the responsibility of both partners mm-hmm. that you don't jump into autopilot through not sharing the your evolution. Yeah. So true. I think that it's important for you to be ever seeking to share and ever seeking to learn yeah. about one another, because then you do find yourself one person has evolved into something that you no longer recognize, yeah. or one person is completely stuck and you're feeling frustrated because you're like, like you said. Man, planes have changed. You know, I've changed. Things have changed. We have shifted. I think that's, um, and I'm going to give an example of that, um, that after pregnancy, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's a total shift that happens in your household. And if you expect the universal you, whomever, and this is for both partners, both partners are looking at things differently. One partner might be like, okay, this we're glad to have this baby, but this baby's an, an expense. You know, right, we're gonna right. have to rework well, our finances. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to think about some things a little bit differently. We're not gonna be able to do the things that we were doing before. And one person might be like, "This baby's I love the baby, but this baby's draining." You know how how do I how do I take care of me and take care of her or him and and how do I take care of my marriage and how do I take care of my my mind and my job? So there's right, a shift that right. has to happen, and after that. That person's no longer the same. You know, after you have your your child or children, you're a different person. Very different. And if one person is just like, all right, I'm ready for you to jump back in, you know, like, okay, the baby, you know, she can walk now. Man, we do that. That's a shame. But we kind of, we do kind of do that. Put that on y'all. What? Y'all have a kid, become a mother, 
and like you know what I mean, y'all had this career and the stuff going on. All of a sudden, now you're like, no, 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 what you? Oh, it's been three months. What you doing? Mm-hmm. Like we don't say that verbally, but mentally, yeah. I, you know, we, we were actually in a setting where um, uh, a young woman had had a baby. Was like in a marriage group setting, and he was upset that like you know what, she hasn't lost her weight yet, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I think, you know what, the baby may have been like six weeks old. Yeah. Oh, you should have seen Brand the eyes. Thinking new baby. We were looking like, man, bruh, bruh, bruh. The I don't know what you're thinking. We're like, dude. We're mortified. I was mortified. I was like, I don't know, man. She was crying. It was bad. It was a situation. Yeah. But like, to me, I say, I mean, that does happen though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really the mentality of a man thinking like, okay, no, nah, I mean, what? ain't nothing changed. Just had a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like right. I don't know. She had a whole person that she yeah. had. And she trying to figure out her emotions all everywhere. Got kids trying to balance this. And you want her to be just the same, same. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said twice. Same, same. Same, same, same. Yeah, like. Just twice. <laughs> not, not three times. <laughs> three times, just, just twice. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, like no, it don't work like that. Yeah, I want to give changed. another, I wanna yeah, give another example. I want to yeah. hear your thoughts on it. I'm going to use the fellas. I, and this is not necessarily a gender specific. Mm-hmm. But if a guy loses a job mm. and is out of work for a while. Yeah. That even when they get a job, they're different because it took so long to get there. Yeah. So some might feel the need to really invest the time or to prove their worth now. Yeah, like, true. OK, good one. And, and how they how they move in the world or how now they they look at finances. I think that that's um, that's another one to pay attention to. And I bring that one up, especially after covid. There were yeah. a lot of people that were doing just fine before and then. They got furloughed and then yeah. their company sure. had to do layoffs or, or whatever. And they had to look at how do I provide? How am I as, you know, how, where's the stability now? Now I'm looking at things a lot differently. Mm-hmm. Now we don't have the extra finances or we don't have these certain things and how that can affect people. What, what are your thoughts on, on how finances, a shift in finances might affect a man? Yeah, I think I think exactly right. Absolutely right. So like how a baby kind of trans just in a woman's mind mentality who she is what she's about yeah guy go through a job situation man that's that's his backbone for how he think he need to be as a man mm-hmm. that's like that, that that's gonna rock his boat his confidence everything he ain't gonna say it mm-hmm. but it's gonna it's gonna rock who he is he's gonna like man he may be even extra tight with money mm-hmm. in the aspect like okay no 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 what you doing why are you spending that and you think, okay, why are you like, man, hold on, I'm just why going. Are you tripping all yeah. Like, get my nails done, only cost down 20, 30 bucks. Like, like 30, what? 40. Okay, see, so that's what you know. I am never, I am, I'm not that man to get my nails done. Some of y'all brothers do. And, you know, that's y'all's business. It's but fine. I'm trying to get him to go. And he, yeah, I'm not that type not of brother. I'm just not. I'm sorry, y'all. You know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't got nothing against I ain't knocking it. Is that what y'all do? Y'all do you. Okay. But as we were saying, you know, you said 30, 40 bucks to go spend 30, 40 bucks. And the man gets like, man, he may get extra, you know, sensitive about finances mm-hmm. and or like going to you're not going to work all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like you said, prove his worth. Mm-hmm. He didn't shift if a mentality saying, you know what? Got, he was comfortable at one point. Yeah, I got a little system, this, that and the other. Now you're like, hold on. No, I got baby. I got to go work. You know, you know, um, it's, it's Sunday at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And you worked already Monday through Saturday. But yeah, you know, they call me in though. He could have said no. He ain't gonna tell you that. He could have said no. But like he trying to gotta go prove it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I'm gonna give one last example mm-hmm. and then I wanna jump into this other one. Um, one that people don't talk about very often 
is the loss of somebody that you love. Mm. So a parent or a sibling or a child or a best friend. um, Those obviously affect you, but they change you. Mm -hmm. If somebody loses um, a parent, and I'm going to talk about my own mom for a second. When my mom lost her mother, Mm -hmm. she said, I feel orphaned. Mm -hmm. And because both of her parents have passed away. Um, And, you know, the goal is we outlive our parents. That's what we want. We want our children to outlive us. We want, and and sometimes that, unfortunately, it doesn't happen. But the goal is, hey, we want to live a long, healthy, productive life. Right. And we want to, um, we we don't want to lose those that we love. We just don't. Nobody nobody wants that. But when you do, that shifts you. So I think it's important if you're a partner with somebody and you're experiencing this loss together, a family member, a friend, a parent, a child, uh, whomever is to really be there because that person is changing. Mm-hmm. That person is saying, like my mom said, I don't have them. That's that's a different place to be in the world to come to this mindset of, OK, they're gone. I, yeah. I'm now in that that spot where somebody becomes ill. That's a whole different that's a whole different thing where that person is now looking at life differently. If you've ever been sick and and you recover, yeah, right. you look at life differently. If you've ever lost somebody, you outlive them and you're you're, you're having to pack up things or clean things, you look at life differently. So I think that those are some shifts that we make that if you're not really paying attention to your spouse, then you miss it. You miss the mark. Oh, absolutely. 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 Okay. So another one you said is hands on the controls. Yeah, I think I think you I think you, you hit on it already just a little bit. Just like, you know what? Sometimes, you know, we talk about autopilot, right? And we know what? Our hands, life will happen. Mm-hmm. If your hands ain't on, on the controls, it'll mess around the it'll plane the relationship will get out of whack. You may not be able to recover from it. Yeah. Talk about the death of of somebody that's close to mm-hmm. you. You're talking about, you know, losing a job. All these significant life events and challenges, they're going to happen. They're going to happen. So our hands have to be on the controls. Mm -hmm. And we have to be able to say, okay, you know what? If when everything shifts, I'm ready for it. Mm -hmm. So that's how I see that. Yeah, that's good. Anything shifts, we're we're going to be there. We're going to be present. Okay, so we're going to take a real quick break, and then we're going to jump right back into this. This topic today is called autopilot. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, let's do it. Hey, y'all, we just wanted to take a quick break and thank you for listening. We appreciate your support. Um, So if you haven't yet, make sure that you subscribe, follow us on all social media. And oh, we have this thing that we want you to check out fusedradio.com. There are other broadcasters that you will hear from. You're really going to love it. Um, So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You all are so wonderful. Um, And we look forward to connecting with you more in the future. Right. Welcome back to Fused Marriages. We are talking today about your relationship being on autopilot. Autopilot for your relationship obviously means that you are just, you're not paying attention. You're not tuned in. You're not focused. And your relationship can be, you know, destroyed, really, if if you're not in tune. So we talked about, you know, the new plane, continuing to learn your your spouse. We talked about hands on the controls. You got to be ready to to grab the controls and move as life is moving, as things are shifting and changing. This next one is sleep at the controls. You're asleep at the controls. Yeah, I mean, as we we kind of talk about autopilot and sleep and, you know, whether new plane or hands on controls, it's like when you're on autopilot, it's like it feels good for a little bit. Right. 
it feels good for a little bit until mm-hmm. something happens. When something happens, you're like, oh my God. You know, I can, you know, I used to watch plane movies, you know, snakes on a plane, what else? You know, a lot of no. different, you know. Not watching any plane movies where anything bad happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah, yeah, true, true. It's kind of scary, but I mean, it's, you know, entertainment. But like, it's like, you like, oh, you don't want, when something happens, right, you know, thunderstorm, you know, situation happens, this life happens. Like you want to be like, hold on, autopilot doesn't work. You got to switch off the controls. Get your hands back on the, on the, on the, on the, on the stand, the stand wheel. What is it called? I still think it's a steering. Is wheel. it steering wheel? I don't know what it's called. You better look I'm that sure. up. Hey, if you're a pilot out there, yeah. What do you call? Let us know. <laughs> what do you call that? Yeah, I know what it is. I see it, but I can't. You know, you pull back. This that. Okay. So, but like you want, you want to be, you want to feel good, right? And like be able to hear. From the control tower, what needs to be, what needs to happen? Yeah, it's a whole other conversation with the control tower is. Mm. But like, you want to be ready. <laughs> you want to be ready to mm-hmm. hear it. Yeah, and it can't something be your spouse, your co-pilot. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Hold on, put this wheel down, lift this rudder. You know what I mean? Like y'all gotta be in tune. On autopilot, you know what? He's sleep back over there. You know, in his favorite chair. Mm-hmm. You know what? You over here struggling with the kids. And like he, he's how you sleeping? I'm just over here struggling. You know what I mean? I'm over here, you know, I'm working, you know, 16 hour days and you know what? You just like, okay, I'm going to go hang out with my girls. Mm-hmm. Like you, you like y'all, we, you're an autopilot. Mm-hmm. You thinking, you know what? You in your twenties and thirties living that way. You're like, hold on. He trying to just and say, hey, we got these kids. We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to build this master plan. I mean, like all this stuff is really taking place. Right. And sometimes, you know, you sleep at the controls. It's like, yeah, your hands may be on them, and you may have got to a certain point. Now you didn't kind of, you didn't slack, you didn't doze off, mm-hmm. and now you got to figure out, okay, you know what? If something does happen, how am I? I got to wake my partner up on this. Hold on, you know what? We were good. We got to a certain level. Now we can't, we can't, we can't relax. Mm-hmm. We can't relax to it. So yeah, I think that's particularly relevant as the seasons of your life are changing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, you maybe you're going into something or coming out of something. And like you said, you're there, Yeah. you know, you're present, but you're not really in tune. So when things are happening in the mm-hmm. relationship, you just like too cavalier into a partner. It might seem like you, you checked out, you don't care. Right. Even if it's not that you don't care, you're just not in tune, but it comes off mm-hmm. as you don't even care that I'm going through this or I'm experiencing this or you don't even notice. And let me tell y'all, let me tell you. This is when tricky stuff gets tricky. Okay, Ooh, this is when some on. stuff. Because if you're not paying attention and you're asleep at the wheel, look, there can be some accidents. Okay, yeah. so I'm urging you, if you are asleep at the wheel, wake up, wake up, wake up, because your partner needs you. And if you're not paying attention to her or him, you're asleep at the wheel. There's lights flashing everywhere. Because if you asleep at the wheel, you know, like I watched those airplane movies, not ones where horrible things happen, but where. Yeah. You know, more the comedy, like the the lights are going off and things are happening and it's, you know, buzzing. Like Soul air- Plane. You know what? I never saw Soul Plane. You never saw Soul Plane? Yeah. yeah. I, I missed it. I don't it, know if it's but, worth seeing, but like, anyway, go yeah, ahead. I missed it. But I'm, <laughs> if it was something where things going off, lights flashing and yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was something like that, but you're not paying attention. You're missing all the warning signs. Yeah. That this thing you're is right. about to crash, that everything's about to go wrong. You're missing all the warning signs because you're not, you're not alert. And so I think in relationships, sometimes all the signs are there and you don't know until it crashed. And then people say things like, what happened? This came out of nowhere. Yeah. I I didn't didn't see this coming. Yeah. Not really. There were some, there were some warning signs, but you were asleep at the wheel. Yeah. And I think it's also important to articulate to your partner 
we are not okay. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Use those very words. That's I good. have said those very yeah, words. Yeah, she has, yeah. Like, you know, okay, we are not okay. We need to do something ASAP. We need to pull up. Like you said, we're going down. We need to pull up. We yeah. need to do something. We just can't keep going the direction that we're going. And I think it's important to articulate that because that should be, you know, hey, something should happen at that point. Okay, we're not okay. I yeah. thought we were okay. Okay, we're not. Let's shift. Like you said earlier, we yeah. got to make an adjustment. Got to. And we we gotta okay we gotta we gotta figure something out because it is possible for one partner to not know that the other isn't even if they're in the same cockpit. We didn't seen it. Yeah, we know we've seen it, and we ain't gotta call no names out, but we've seen like how situations how that can happen. One partner is like, I don't know where that came from. Mm-hmm. Like, how you not know? Mm-hmm. No, you may you may didn't respond to it, but I think you know what I mean. Like, will you sleep at the wheel? Mm-hmm. And necessarily, like, you know what, your hand's on the control and, like, you just didn't, you know, your plane was stalling. Yeah. And, you know what, and if your partner was saying, I'm, we stalling, we stalling, we stalling. Yeah. And the signs were there and the words were there. Maybe they didn't use no, you know, verbiage of saying, you know, hey, we, we going down. Yeah. But they said something either through actions or through their, how they responded to you mm-hmm. of saying, hey, you know what, come take a trip with me. And you don't go. Situation be like, okay, well, no, nah, I'm good. I got to work. That's okay. And they're like, well, you know, and they like kept asking. Then they stop asking. Mm-hmm. Problem. Yeah, some, but I think what you're saying too, some partners ignore the yeah. signs, they yeah. ignore the voice. Please don't do that. Because some stuff, it, it's hard to walk back. Like you said, hey, we're going on man. trips. You don't want to go. You don't, hey, you don't want to go out to dinner. You don't want to go on a date anymore. You don't want right. to do a couple's thing. And I'm not saying you always have to be going out. That's not the thing either. Like, you can be like, hey, can we have a movie night? Can we cuddle? Can we talk? Mm-hmm. And I'm tired, man. I got to get up early. Or, yeah. Do, I mean, yeah, we can. You can't be like that and be <laughs> and the response be like, okay, good. Be like, no, nah, no. Autopilot. Mind. Come on. Never mind. So I think it's important to recognize, to articulate and verbalize. Because yeah. then you've given, the, you've given the relationship a chance. If you never say anything, there's no chance. Yeah. But if you articulate it and then there's no response, the plane's going to crash. There's no, yeah. there's no way not to. This is the mayday, mayday. You ignoring it, you know. Um, my kids watch that movie. I think it's, is it Zootopia? Okay, yeah. It's one That's of them one. where they're yeah. in the plane and like all, everything's falling out. Like they're going down and in the, obviously they mm-hmm. land and they all live and everything. But the truth of the matter is that plane's going down fast enough and you're not paying attention. It's going to crash. There's yeah. going to be a catastrophe in the relationship. And this is just as challenging for you as individuals, but it's also challenging for the extension of your family, your friends, your parents, your children. So it's really important to pay attention to those signs. Don't ignore them. Don't ignore them. All right. So real quick, real quick, before you jump into, okay. jump into that one. So I'm like, cause this something was hitting me as you, as you were speaking that I think like, Every couple desires to get to the autopilot phase. Like that is a, that's a major thing to be able to even to get to that point mm-hmm. where, you know what? We not like this. We're not going back and forth. We got a nice little rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to understand what these kids, these crazy in-laws ain't really, you know, we got a system with them and all this other kind of stuff. That's like a major feat to get to that level. Mm-hmm. But then we get to that level. It's like, I think all of us that are married and trying to figure this out, have to fight against being getting to the I'm call complacency really. Complacency, yeah. yeah, it's really what we're saying. We're saying autopilot complacency of like, man, this is okay. This is where we at. This is good. Mm-hmm. But life happens. Yeah. Situations happen. And we like the autopilot then becomes a detriment to really where we're trying to go. Yeah. 
Because it's okay to have a system. Like, so when pilots get in a plane, they have like a checklist that they go through every time Mm -hmm. that they get in the plane. They Mm -hmm. check certain things. There are those that are on the ground that every time a plane lands, they check certain things. And they, they make sure that these things are running properly. And you still have to do that in your marriage. You still have things that this is just the system that we've worked out. Hey, you know, he gets up with the kids in the morning. She puts the kids down at night or, Hey, we switch off every other day or she manages the, you know, the checkbook. He puts, you know, he manages the activities Mm -hmm. or, you know, there are, there are systems that you do want to work out. You, you don't want to have chaos every day and every day be trying to figure out for, you know, 50 years What's going to happen? How are we going to do this? You know, you want to kind of fall into your slot, into your rhythm Mm -hmm. so that you can play, you know, like we like music. Everybody, every, you know, you you can't be, you know, um, the drummer and the saxophonist and the pianist, the pianist all at the same time. Everybody has to so that we can have a really good song. We can have a really good melody. We can have a really good beat. We need everybody to play their part. Everybody. And so you're trying to find your part for the first Bless you. You're trying to find your part for for a little while there. But once you get it, that's great. The challenge is that if you just keep playing the same melody, we over in the chorus, you playing the same thing. You know, we we in the hook, you playing the same thing. You're not paying attention. And so the song is ruined because you're no longer engaged with what's happening. Yep. No, 100% agree. Okay. So we just talked about being asleep at the controls. Mm -hmm. Next one, become a trainer. Talk about that one. Yeah. Become a trainer. I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, the the goal is to get to the 20, 30, 40 year mark. Right. I think people hit 60, 70, 70 for real. You know, I was getting married a little bit later, but like, Hey, hey, y'all may live to like, like most 180, whatever, you know, they live that long. I don't know. (laughs) But the goal is to get to this level. Like, okay, you know what, man, we, you know what? We 30, 40 years in. We didn't got past the autopilot phase and we didn't figure that part out. We got to the autopilot phase and we figured that out. We got past that part and figured that out. Then you know what? If you still like looking for something, like, you know what? I'm good. You know what I mean? We've been 15 years in, 20 years in. Become a trainer. Like there's some things that you have conquered and overcome and like, you know what? Take that knowledge and pass it on to some another couple. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not just your kids. You uh, The assumption is you're going to pass it on to your kids yeah. of what to look for, how to do it. But like, there's other couples out there that need your guidance and assistance. Right. And you don't have, have no big platform. It could be just some, hey, you see somebody in the grocery store, you see somebody at your church, see somebody at your job that say, hey, you know what? You need to consider doing this. Mm-hmm. You need to consider like, hey, you know what? Make sure you have a date night. Mm-hmm. I see you. I see you. You know, young brother. I see you got a, you got a wife. This any other. Just make sure when she has a kid, just, you know what? Make sure you're there. You ask her what she needs. Ask her what's changing. What does she need from you now? And just kind of like help somebody else to overcome where you've already have conquered. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a place, but I'm saying for every relationship to really be somewhere to say, you know what, if I'm not on autopilot, let me go be a trainer, help somebody else. Then, Yeah. I think that's really important. I think it's important to, to be the trainer and to seek out training to to be willing to say like, okay, I need to take some classes. I need some lessons. I need to go to the marriage group. I need to listen to the podcast. I need to Mm -hmm. buy the book, whatever it is that you're ever growing. But on what you're saying, I really think that's, um, that's something that's just not done enough. The reason that we started this podcast, y'all is because we've been through something. Not because we got it all figured out. Not because we have it all figured out, but we've been through so much that we were like, gosh, we have, we want to share 
so that other people don't have to go through the same things that we have gone through. And as we have these conversations together, as we learn things together and we get insight from our mentors and our parents and people that we respect and honor, and we try to share it with you. And I hope in my, my, my heart's desire is that it becomes a community and we are a community of people and we just happen to be the ones in front of the camera but that there are things that are happening in your lives where you're exchanging ideas and right. that you're commenting with us and communicating and connecting with us. So this is an exchange, you know, this is an exchange of ideas because that's what marriage should be because it's too hard to be, to do it by yourself. It's yeah, just too it's hard. Too, to do it by it's just you and your partner. That's, that's not enough people. Right. And I'm not saying you need everybody in your space and everybody in your ear, but you've got to have somebody that's pushing you along saying, yeah. come on, yep. Come on, we can do this. Yeah, this is tough. We can do this. So my my desire for fused marriages is for it to be an engaging community of people that are trying to get the relationship thing right, that are trying to have the 40, 50, 60-year relationships and marriages that they're able to pass on this legacy of marriage. Um, So I really like how you were talking about that, about, about not being on autopilot and making sure that we we are fruitful. Anything you want to say as we kind of wrap up this autopilot conversation? No, no, I think, I think, I mean, we talk about autopilot in the aspect of like, Hey, I think we ideally look at it as a good thing, but just to consider, say, Hey, when you get to a certain level in relationship, you've been married, got some number of years on under your belt that you don't want to have an issue where like, you know what, you 15 years in 20 years in, and now y'all splitting up. We've seen that too many times. That's why I'm sensitive yeah. to it because I've seen it happen. And like, you know what? We're not 20 years in yet, but like, man, okay, we, we have, how can we protect ourselves against that? Yeah. How can we help somebody else protect themselves against that? Yeah. And like, man, they were on autopilot and the, the other person never didn't shift. Mm. They didn't shift. The one of them bailed out of that plane and sometimes they have patients, sometimes they don't, but they bailed. And like, wow, we got to figure out how to like change that dynamic. So hopefully, hopefully this is part of that. A solution to help change that dynamic changing the dynamic i want to end on that note that's a mm-hmm. big one yep hey y'all thank you guys for joining us as always make sure that you connect with us on facebook and on instagram we want to change the dynamic we want to change the dynamic so we appreciate you for being here this is fused marriages let's talk about it you're listening to fused with tristan and michael